FIFA analyst, fuck you, Zelonius. You guys fucking ruined the fucking game with your stupid ass videos of teaching people how to walk up the pitch. Scoldy, all these guys, 4 2 3 1, 4 4 depth, 4 whatever. Fuck that shit. You guys ruined this game. What is going on, Brains? I'm Susie, back in for another episode of Foot Live Pod with Joey and Felix. And today we have a special guest that is Martin or Lucky FIFA. Um, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on and thank you for tweeting at us because that's the only way we'll ever get a guest on is if they ask because we're so bad at reaching out. Oh, people. wow. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me on. Uh, and yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not the best FIFA player, but I don't know uh, in terms of, you know, FIFA tips and such or so whatever we're going to. Uh, talk about if I can be of help in this. Just tell the, tell people to cross it back, Sick. You'd know all about that from last year. Um, no comments. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're still consistent. You're consistently elite one, though. I mean, that's pretty damn good, if you ask me. Better than Felix. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> now, you, you know very well I get rigged. It's different, man. <laughs> Dude, he got elite one multiple times on Xbox with a worse team than you. So I don't want to hear about rigor, riggery. But he also plays less pros than me, so there's a point to be made. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> he also gets the the scripting advantage. Is if I'm, you know, I'm led to believe scripting is a thing. His team is worse. Of course, he wins. <laughs> of course, yeah. Oh, okay. Handicap okay. <laughs> and all that, you know. To be fair, Simon. Simon is quite, you know, a DDA merchant. Team one season, Simon. That Simon guy is so aids to play against, isn't it? I actually don't play it that much, which is surprising, I guess. I also don't Most play a lot people Simon won against me, and he does my head in. He's kind of like Kent without the five-star weak foot. He has five-star weak foot. Does he? Yeah. yeah but he's kind of he's like Kent. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but better. He's exa- almost, ex- almost exactly. But, um... I thought he was four-star, four-star. Scenes when Ken gets like a team of the season randomly. Oh, it'd kill me. <laughs> and they put it in like the, the, um, what's the Scottish League SPC? The League SPC, yeah. imagine. So it's super easy to get for everyone. Kent is like last year or the, the Chucky Lozano of the past, but on steroids. Yeah. I mean, I have no clue where we're even going with this. So we, I mean, we have, <laughs> we have no topics really because it's just team of the season. It's just like just regular old content. Like there's not a lot. I mean, it is the weekend league has been sweatier, I, I suppose. But at this point, we're kind of used to it because the prem you're not going anywhere higher than the prem um, in terms of sweatiness. But there has been wow. really no new content. It's just kind of the same content every week, same day, just for each league. So uh, for I mean, me, for me, I love the Bundesliga because I have a full Bundesliga untradeable team essentially. So this week's a big week for me. But outside of like just that, there's not like any new. I mean, there was a patch. Should we should we go through the full patch notes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. No, I think <laughs> I think uh, Lucky wanted to come on to like <laughs> vent. Yeah, yeah. About you can let us know about, about your last FIFA weekend. twenty. Yeah, about FIFA twenty last. I mean, even even myself, I actually used um, Team of the Season Holland and Team of the Season Griezmann, which are both three star merchants. Well, Holland got his four star upgrade to his weak foot, but he's still three star skills, and I managed to get eighteen and O with those, but. Rob, when you know how you tweeted out, you're like, how do how do pros or how do players just have the mental capacity to play 
20 games in one day or whatever. Yeah. I think that's what happened to me is, is I left um, about 16 or so games. I forget how many games, but I left six free games for Sunday and I got so sick of playing against people who just want to keep possession of the ball and I can't do anything. I don't know if, if lucky, if you have found a way to pressure, I personally can't. Um, I can't find a way to pressure no matter my depth, no matter my player switching. Um, it just feels with the auto-corrected passes, it's like almost impossible to get the ball off your opponent. And I got so sick of playing that that I started quitting out games and not caring anymore about where my uh, what my record or what my where I ended up for the week because I just I just could not care less. And I noticed um, rated Hugo. I don't know if you guys know him, the the streamer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's he's the pro for one of the uh, EMLS yeah. players. I forgot Atlanta. which one. Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. So he got gold one on both of his he's normally an elite three player i think this is the first time he's gotten gold one on his accounts he got gold one on both his rtg and his main account and the mood he was in he was so bummed out and it 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 upset him so much that i think that resonates with a lot of people and that's why they get as sweaty as they do when they play weekend league is they care so much about where they finish and that's fine Uh, you know competitiveness is is uh what drives a lot of people who play weekend league. And I just, I was looking, I was like, man, this guy's so upset because he finished gold one, but really it's not his fault. It's just how the game works. It really benefits patience. And I can't sit there and be patient like other people and just wait and wait and wait. And I don't know what they're going to do. Like I said in the previous pods for FIFA 21, but that shit needs to go, man. You can't just sit there and watch someone pass back between his CDMs or pass all the way back, like and, and just wait and wait and wait. It's so boring, beyond belief. Boring. I've I've gotten quite good at being patient, though. Uh, I've been single for five years now, so <laughs> plenty of time to the patience. So, so it's all right. It's just annoying to play. It's it's just boring. I, I wish the game just w- was faster. I could see Rob laughing on the stream as well about what you said. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's where it becomes. It's like. Okay, so you're 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 a patient player. You're able to get elite three. You're you're getting good rewards, right? You have well, in these new team of the season players, right? No, I'm just saying, not you, but in general, <laughs> like people are playing patient. <laughs> people are playing patient. Uh, the patient game and getting elite three. They're getting the the rewards they want. The new team of the season players. But the problem is, is like, okay, you got a great new god squad now. What are you doing with it? You're just gonna pass the ball around and just yeah, again the same. Come on. There's no. That's what really hit me is when I when I hit where I wanted to hit and and I just started quitting out games. I'm like, what's the purpose of this? Like, why am I even doing this to my, like, why am I even going through this? I'm just going to get better players for what? Just to be able to just sit and be patient again the following week. There's no, there's no, you could pass it backwards better with better players. man. That's, that's exactly my point is like, you're playing against all these people that play the same way. And again, lucky, I don't know what how you felt this week. Cause you said you vented out on Twitter. You're like, I need, I need to go on a pod and vent. So I, I'm, gonna let you kind of just take over and let me know what you think but i personally just don't think getting better players is really doing anything for me at least so i've given up completely on trying to get even like elite two elite one or elite three at this point i just don't care uh, i've been uh in the matrix this past week and it's uh it's it's been quite a quite a ride because yeah these two of the season plays just uh like I've even tweeted out, like I honestly think the Steel Season plays with how gameplay is built, like it's so like everyone knows that the gameplay within the Ultimate Team is like a lot quicker outside or you know outside of the kickoff gameplay, but 
it's it's ridiculous because I've seen TLC and Aguero score headers like twice in the same game. I've seen Vardy score left-footed uh, volleys and Aubameyang score outside the box finesses and oh, literally, it's it's crazy. Like, it, I mean, what you touched on with like with people playing slow and such, like I can somewhat deal with it. Like, it's not that bad for me. It's probably like I play so aggressively from the start, like. I I don't even notice it that much because I always play I don't play team press from the start but I always go team press instantly if someone you know passes backwards a lot and um, but that's the reason why I don't even care about my finishes either because I I play such high press constantly and don't play to the meta per se like at least not for for the full ninety minutes like I do play narrow and four three three and such and. I just get Elite 3 or Elite 2, sometimes Elite 1, and that's it. But I, I don't care about the finish, which makes you not be uh, as driven to play the game, but it's whatever. Like At least playing with different tactics makes it more fun and makes the rewards uh, that you play for worthwhile. Otherwise, you just play for, you know, boring, you know, for to play every, every weekend to play the same style and just play a boring kind of way. So when somebody just keeps the ball from kickoff essentially you'll go team press straight away you said man when i get notice you know those knobheads that pass from a kickoff and just don't do anything and, yeah, and then pass around the defenses like where are you going with this and they go right back yeah. left center back right center back right back right mid then, then all the yeah, way and to the left back, back and all the way around and then they the, the my favorite part is when they've passed it for about 10 in-game minutes from kickoff and then they start this super weirdo thing where they just stand with the ball in the midfield and just wait and do nothing not even pass it backwards they just stand there and do nothing it's proper yeah. freak nature man why do you do this i don't play the game that often so i don't know what's like the you know the meta essentially like where you have to hit your shots and such because i sometimes i watch pros and they hit like a near post shot and i'm like sorry are you playing mystery ball or like Jesus Christ? <laughs> like that, I'm just so confused sometimes when I watch other people play the game. But I, I do like the pattern, the attacking pattern is like very noticeable every year. Like in my opinion, it doesn't change all that much. Like if you can, if you t- if you can tell someone is doing the LB runs or the L1 runs on PlayStation. Mm. And constantly down the wing, you you should not be playing like team press and like a, a narrow kind of press. Like you should be playing like a forty-three-one and be a bit more passive. And but if you notice someone is just you know passing from the left mid to the left back and then to the right back, back to the right mid and so on, and then back to their central camp to the striker, like it, you might as well go team press honestly. But it's it's quite risky because like you can tell if you watch like gorilla and such, like it's. Especially in all the FIFA's where you could team press or not team press, like second man press a bit better. Like mm-hmm. it's it is very difficult to manually press and like it's very risky if you don't know how to. Like it's it, like it is a very good tactic. I would say a high press is better than going park to bus one death because you you if steal you know the ball. What you're doing hundred percent, but the, the problem is pressing is literally the hardest thing in this game. Yeah, and yeah. Very few people are good so at wait, what, I'm, I'm what formation are you using to start off the game? Are you going four two three one or four one two one two? Um, well, because you said narrow, I wasn't so sure. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, I try like shit on of different tactics, but I would say 
mainly I use forward too, but like a defensive version because. I use so many different tactics, I don't even know what to start with. But <laughs> I, I say, like, the best tactic to start off with is, like, 4v2, because uh, it's it's the most balanced as well. I will probably say 4v2 is the best formation this year, for sure. Do you go with the flat one or the one with the CDMs? I've not tried the defensive version all that much, but I would say the flat one is, like, more uh, compact, like, better. For, for I pressing. use the one with the two CDMs, and I'm quite liking it, to be honest. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, there's, obviously, there's differences in play styles because I I would much more prefer the sentiments to you know press higher. And also, if you have like Frankie and like I don't know Curlit or Timothy Akante in a sentiment role in the four v two, that's that's nutty. That's literally for yeah, striker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for I've I've been I ch- changed the four four two to to press a little bit better, but I feel like people running the four two three one are able to keep a little bit too much possession against me. I've never tried just turning on toggling on team press because I'm too worried about the uh, players just going out of position. But one thing I did notice is the strikers you use in the four four two they need really good passing stats because my Holland let me down so much um, with his passing. He's he's as if you get his the ball in his left foot. His shot power is so damn good. Like I was banging in shots from outside of the box, left, right, and center. But his passing, if I wanted to do like a one-two with Griezmann as my other striker, he would always uh, the the pass was always off. Even regardless of his stats, they were always off. I don't know what that what that is. Maybe his vision or something. You said you need strikers with good passing in the four for two. Yeah, that's how I feel. Because if if one if you try to do like a one-two between the strikers or or even like a through ball, because uh, if you have one of your strikers on false nine and the other one on getting behind or whatever, I just feel like if your passing is not good enough, it's it's difficult to break down somebody who's sitting a little bit too deep. That makes sense, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I always use like the sweaty players at strike, like the Neymars and such. So I, I don't know. Like I feel like if you have someone with five star weak foot and like eighty passing in four v two, like Benyeda, like it doesn't really make a difference. But yeah, it, for sure, if you have someone with bad passing or like a bad weak foot, and a quick one too is most likely to uh, fuck up. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just I don't have a good team, so for me, I've just been. Just going back to like the slow play and all that stuff. I, for me, I, obviously, you guys know I'm not I'm not anywhere near you guys in terms of level of play at, at my best. Um, but I've just been trying to have fun with it because I basically just got so mad in December that I just stopped playing FIFA altogether. So I didn't want that to happen again. Um, so I've been playing like the three five two, and it's just I, I, even then I feel like the three five two could be a very good pressing formation based on just how how it plays. You're wide, but you have all that through the midfield, and yet I still struggle to press these people who just. Just sit back and, and pass around the back. Um, yeah, th- I think that's the number one thing for me. That that's so bad. You don't want to overcommit either, because I've realized that as well at the start of the year, or not really at the start, but like further into the year, where you start trying more stuff. Like if you go like high, high press, like yeah, you overcommit to the to the point where like you might as well not press, because you notice when sometimes if someone goes one death, right, drop back. He actually still presses in in your final third. Like it's it's uh like it's crazy. Like in the transmission of you getting the ball and attacking him, he's still able to press with his strikers and like, like with his white cams. Like it's crazy. It, it shouldn't be happening. If someone is on drop back, they should literally all drop back. Because mm-hmm. yeah, 
you can't you, sometimes you can't even find like a gap in in the transition on the counter if someone is on drop back because their midfielders are still you know covering all the passing lanes while they're running at you with their strikers. Yep, and then as soon as they get set up in their formation in their half, it's just it's just the center backs holding a line in the box, and then the CDM just sprinting around at you. Yeah, I hate playing against Conte in that because he's just he's so good. I, I just at just they it takes no skill just to run around with Conte while your entire other the rest of your team just sits in the box and clogs it. I think Felix has said that as well. That um, he I don't know if Felix was the one, but he said that he doesn't mind playing drop back. Um, or if someone else maybe said it, but a lot no, of people. Him. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't mind playing against it when the game plays good, because then I can beat it. Because I can. I can turn and dribble, and when the skill moves are happening, it's beautiful. It's just a shame that it never happens. Yeah, like I feel the same way. Like if someone is on drop back, right, and the gameplay is crispy, and I'm, you need to be playing good as well, I guess. But it's honestly, it just. One touch passing and doing one or two dragbacks and you're already through on goal. Like, it, yeah, but what not- do you, what do you think though on on the the players that are dropback with like really really good defensive a defensive line? Like, let's say I don't know Van Dyke and team of the year Van Dyke and I don't know who else you want to put in there. Uh, let's just say let's just say team of the season uh, Ramos. That's the first thing I'm thinking of. So like, if they have really really solid center backs. Like, what do you guys do against people who just play so defensive with a god squad? I feel like that's what makes it really, really hard to break down uh, people who sit back personally. Even if the game plays crispy, it's just like it's so easy to defend, in my opinion, because you don't you don't really have to press the tackle button. You can just run into people, and if you don't have good attackers to match up with that, or like god god squad attackers, what do you do? Like, how do you combat that? Um. You don't really like there's a misconception, I think. Like obviously like teams make a difference, but in attack, I feel like in defense is in defense hundred percent I agree with you. Like because AI defense is so big. Like if you have someone like Van Dyke, it's a GG. But if you have even the the mediocre meta players like Benyetta and such, like you don't need the team with here players to break someone down. You just need to be able to uh, notice the attacking patterns that are there. I know that attacking AI is woeful, but yeah, there are some patterns that you can exploit, even if someone isn't brought back. Because if you go down the wing, like in a 4 for 2 for instance, and you send someone down on the wing, your right mid, and then you LB, uh, send your strike on the run, sometimes you can just through ball it um, inside the box, and then you're basically uh, by the byline. And if you do some less take dribbling you often get like the double a pass the double x um for a cutback where he do- does yeah, I, was, I was gonna say that use your double tap passes man they're amazing yeah all that's the a podcast favorite yeah in a forward two like that that's why i think the forward two is so good and the best formation is like your right mid and your right striker and the same on the other side like those two that's like your one two link up uh you know your bread and butter, let's say, like that's that's perfect in in FIFA 20 because you just need to get to that cutback where you can do the double A and it's a GG. You obviously need to be very good at like uh, exploiting the, the the skills, even though they're not insanely good this year. Like, but there are some that that you know you can use against dropback, which will really make it a lot easier for you in weekly. So you haven't had really 
I mean, I've been having better success against dropback players doing what you did ever since I switched to the 4-4-2. I'll say that. Ever since, and then also, I no longer have my left back and right back on stay back while attacking. That's oh, helped yes. a lot about, That's helped a lot as well. Um, just give me an extra player to be able to pass to. So I've been able to – but what I haven't been able to deal with is just I can't sit there and be patient anymore. So I haven't tried turning on team press. Obviously, that's like the obvious solution is to turn on team press because I've always been afraid of leaving holes in the defense because I'm worried that these players who are just sweaty as hell that once they score, they're just going to try to keep more and more possession or eventually just break down my team press and score another one. So I'll have to play around with it and see if turning that on, if someone tries to keep possession, if that'll help me a little bit. I'm, I'm going to give that a shot for sure, but I'm going to have to change up my team again, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. I, I, I can show you my like main 4-2 tactics. Um, but yeah, it's like, like you don't, in my opinion, you don't really have to be that patient. You have to be bothered to you know for 30 games long to do it like in an individual game of fifa it's not even that uh uh agitating to to have to you know for you to have to play the ball around for like five in game to ten in game minutes to to find one chance it's like it's obviously like annoying but i i can deal with it because especially like when kurt still played the game like kurt is the prime prime example like you can it's unfortunate because you, you do need some decent gameplay, but what he did when he still uh, streamed FIFA 20, like he literally did one time, uh, one touch passing, like for 30 seconds straight, and then scored a goal into an open net, like or less take dribbling. Dude, he, the way he attacks is unbelievable. I wish I could attack like that. I think one of my biggest downfalls in my gameplay and the way I play is my attack. I'm so stagnant. I have the same attacking pattern of going down the line and, and trying to cut back inside. I'm not creative. Whereas, like, Pros like you and or like elite one consistently one players like you and and other guys are just so much better in the attack defensively. Like my right switch, right stick switching has always been okay, and I'm able to hold my own against good players. But attacking wise and scoring, I've always I've always struggled. Every single FIFA I've struggled attacking. Even when I used to play uh, Guastella, like all the time, we would practice against each other. He would always tell me he's like defense, you're good, but you you struggle scoring and it's the same shit every year I'm, i've always tried to get better at that and i think a part of that is i don't use like quote-unquote meta attackers i think that might be my downfall i'm always like using i can't just use like the same players week in and week week out and i think rob's the same way like we want to use the back we want to use our favorite yeah. players rather than the best players yeah i, I, I switch it up as much as i can I think I'm like the polar opposite of Joey in terms of a FIFA player because I use the same team week in, week out and just make one or two changes, if that, um, improvements rather than just different players. And well, I don't know. You guys play like and, you bo- and both also, like, qualifiers, so it's different. Yeah. And and also, I'm I'm worse at the defending part. I, I, I can score a goal or two against most players, um, but I, I struggle with the switching. It's very gameplay dependent, though. I was playing Rivals this week. Um, and yes, you heard that right. I did play Rivals voluntarily. Um, someone, someone, get me a doctor. Actually, that's not normal. Um, but I wanted, I wanted to practice. I wanted to practice with this new team and new formations I was using. I quite enjoyed it. I, I was playing around like two thousand one hundred, two thousand two hundred skill rating, sort of. And uh, I scored fourteen goals and conceded one in four games around that area. So it went pretty well. I won all my games. 
was it was it was nice. I had nice gameplay as well. I could switch. I could do skill moves and all that stuff. And then you play weekend league and you're stuck in the mud again and nothing works and you wonder why you lose. Well, you're German. It's frustrating. Bad gameplay doesn't exist for you. <laughs> gameplay in weekend league is rigged. I'm telling you. Like, there's always certain games. Uh, game 14 for me. And I think. Uh, it's like the game wants you to lose. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's you can tell from it's, the first it's, minute, though. No, no, no. It's not a conspiracy. Honestly, there are certain games that we can make. For me, it's not uh, the 14th game. Like, uh, maybe it's in my head, but honestly. Uh, gameplay, like what um, Felix said, like in Rivals, it's, it's not good, the gameplay. It's a monstrosity sometimes, but at least it's consistently shit. And we can make it like, and we can make it so weird, man, honestly. Like, I can go 15 and 0 easily. I know it's easier matchups as well, but I, even if I match a, t- a difficult opponent early on, it, it's doable. But when, once I match someone in like the 18th game or, or the 14th, as I said, it's always a struggle. But in, in the in the area, like between 14th and the 20th game, like that's always like a, a major struggle for me. Do, do you know those games though, where, where you play them and you can tell, like from minute 10 or something, you can tell this is going to be one of them. Where, oh, wait, where you hit the post. Or, or what yeah, where you just hit the post and j- just little things consistently go wrong. Where, yeah. where it's not really in your control. Do you know those? Oh, those are the worst. It's so hard to overcome them because literally you could lose against anyone. Like, all those... go their way and the ref is making weird calls and then you hit the post three times. And It's, it's like the, those moments as well where you say, I'm going to concede and you concede. <laughs> yeah, I, like... I, I just know when, when it starts... Nah, but I you can't. Game, I had a game last weekend. I was streaming it as well, um, and it was it was against someone who finished on twenty seven wins. Actually, I lost in the last second of the game. I lost three to two, and I knew I was going to concede there because I literally had the ball with Ruud Hullet. I had it. I intercepted it, and he just completely ignored the ball. And then it wouldn't let me switch to the centre back. And Tuds pointed it out in my chat as well. He said, "Dude, your defender in the centre just slowed down twice there, so his attacker could score." It's just he's like... weird. I, I don't I, believe in scripting all that stuff. I don't want to believe in it, but I I can't explain these things. This is the first FIFA where I honestly think there's some type of stuff going on. Because you know uh, what you said, like uh, if you can't switch and stuff. Obviously, that's like some wrong coding in the game. But sometimes, right, like auto launches as well, which is fair enough. That's just a bad game mechanic. But sometimes you literally get pulled away by some invisible string and yeah. just get pulled yeah. back, like. It's like you're like a puppet with your whatever with your minotaur, <laughs> and like you just get pulled back by the game. It's honestly crazy, man. It's uh, the thing is as well. You you seem to go crazy when playing FIFA. You think your controller is broken. You think your internet is shit. You think you're yeah. bad. Like it's the only game that does that. You think everything is like blamed on like anything other than the game because you can't believe that the like. The game actually does all those things, like outer lunges, not being able to switch, like a simple ball roll or like a heel to heel flick, and you know you're doing it right, like you know you're doing it perfectly, like up, down, and it just doesn't do it. Sometimes yeah. I genuinely wonder if there's somebody standing behind me with a second controller just taking the piss out of it's aiming my parts and what's You know that old prank you used to play in a dad where you had a second remote for the TV and you used to switch through the channels and watch him lose his mind? Yeah. That's how it feels sometimes with this game. Now your opponent, instead of a lag switch, he has like some software that just makes your players just run to the other direction. Into the, your own the, retard, the retard switch, great. That's what we need. 
It's just, it's so blatant as well. You you can just call it out. Oh, this happened in this instance. I'm going to concede now because that's what always happens when this happens. It's so strange. Have you guys um, touched the DC like uh, controversy the past we, few? We talked about it last week because actually, what the foot I think in here as well. Um, we're we're comparing we're comparing there there in the chat as well, but we're comparing DCs between podcasts um, and how, who, what podcast could rack up the most DCs. Unfortunately, I think we lost that one. Um, I think, or fortunately, I, I guess. I wouldn't say unfortunately. I, I, <laughs> fortunately for us, but <laughs> it's an instance where I'm happy to lose. Yeah, but uh, all of us. I mean, I don't even. I didn't play my full thirty games, and I also had one. I think Joey had two. Felix had one, and that was what two weekends ago now. I had one last week yeah. as well. Yeah, I had one last weekend as well. This oh, is so the I would have first... been. I would have been undefeated until nineteen or eighteen. Sorry, I would have been eighteen and zero. Um, but then that was it. Was. I hate disconnects, dude. They ruin, like, if you're trying to aim for something, they really ruin, like, a lot of the mood, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, they fuck your motivation. I, I'm sure taking a break after each one, just because I, if I know if I go in, I'm just going to be salty at every single thing that happens from then on. So I have to stop as soon as I get disconnected, because it's just it's just in the back of your head. Like, it's, it's, it, they only ever happen if you're winning. I don't think I've ever disconnected when I was losing. Yeah, no, same. <laughs> I did, actually, but... Uh... Not well, never the crazy the thing is, both me and my opponent got losses because it was zero zero. Because he he messaged me and he's like, "Did you get a loss?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude." And he said the same thing. We both got losses. Wow, that's mm. weird. I think we talked about that last week too. We're, I should have done that. Ask ask the opponent um, as well because I think we talked about that last week. Like, obviously, we know other EA games. This is the only EA game where both players get a, can get a loss at the same time. Um, all other games that that that, that doesn't happen. Um, but. I've never. I've always thought of it like, say I'm winning one zero and I disconnect. Does that other player technically disconnect, or do they just get somehow the game ends, but they're losing, so they just don't get the win essentially? Yeah, that, that's what. But they don't. Get, they don't get the loss me, either. There has been a, a time in FIFA. I think this year it was where there were like weird, very strange uh, type of disconnects where you both of. Both of the opponents got a DC, but it didn't actually give you the loss. It just said like a uh, match under progress or something like yeah, that. Yeah, under review, I've had that before yep. as well. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, this that was when the time. game just kind of shits itself and some weirdness is going on. I, I know there used to be, oh, was it FIFA 16 or 17? There was an issue where the game had different outcomes of certain situations for both players. So, for example, I think this was in a squad builder show and I saw this happen. Um, of AJ3 on, on YouTube, he he played and on his screen he tackled and won the ball, and on the other guy's screen he tackled and got a red card, <laughs> and the the game just couldn't process what was going on on both ends and just yeah. crashed. I I, I, I actually know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly which what you're talking about. I have happened to me obviously, but I know exactly that video because it was the weirdest thing. And yeah, the game just disconnected them right because they just didn't. He, there's like uh, one person has a red card, one person doesn't. I don't know what to do. Just yeah yeah them. yeah. You see it and then nope, nope. I've, I've, I'm drunk. Leave me alone. Like how, how is it that this is like EA obviously has other sports games. How is it that FIFA is the only one where you can your opponent can disconnect, you can be fine, and, and and you don't get the win? How is that the case? It's so obnoxious. Have you, uh, if, in uh, in no, seasons, I think in uh, kickoff seasons online, you uh, get to win either way. I think like. Okay. Even, even if you're five zero down and your opponent DCs, I think it's in yeah. pro club as well. Um, pro oh, yeah, club, I think yeah. it is as well. But it's it's just funny because Madden and NHL, both of their ultimate teams as well. If literally you can be losing in Madden forty to nothing with one second left in the game, if they just pause it and quit the game, not even dis- disconnect, just pause and quit the game, you get the win. You know why that isn't in FIFA though? 
because of the DC glitch and they don't know how to f- fix it. <laughs> that's that's one of the reasons, and there is yeah. actually a DC glitch. As um, Christian in the chat has just said, he got DC glitch last weekend, and the opponent yeah. even confessed to doing it. But um, that's that's only one reason, I think. The other one is money, because there's so much money in Ultimate Team. And hold on, this guy gets a win if the other guy quits, even he's though he's not leading. That can't be happening. He's going to get better rewards. Fuck that. Yeah, but it's funny that that's their only thought. Only FIFA has that thought process because Madden has an Ultimate Team that does actually really well and makes a lot of money. It's like the only other game that actually makes the money is Madden. Um, and that, even in their ultimate team, it doesn't matter if you if the opponent quits, you get the win. The most... The, the that EA has such a backwards thought process for FIFA. The most insane thing I, I saw when FIFA 20 launched is they took away... What'd they oh, take away? The oh, the suspense! The he just heard him and just shut up his mic. It took away. Disconnect. He is watching. Sorry. Blink twice if he is behind you. Wait, no, sorry. So the Madden thing, I didn't even know it. I put on Twitter, I think, because I was playing Rivals, doing the Rivals objectives, what made me think of it. Because if the opponent just quits, oh, the guy, what happened was I was. I was losing two to one, and I tied it up two to two, and then the opponent just quit. And then obviously I don't get the win for that because it's two to two. And my friend who doesn't know anything about FIFA like saw my tweet and replied to. Me. He's like, "Wait, you you mean to tell me that if the opponent quits, you don't get the win?" I'm like, "Yeah, is that normal?" He's like, "No, like I like he's a big he's huge into Madden and stuff like that." Um, he's like, "No, like literally, if if the opponent quits at any point in the game, you automatically get the win, no matter what the scoreline is." So that's what made me think of it. I want to bring it up as well, but. Hopefully EA's let Martin come back and, and, and tell us something. Uh, they took away the... If you got a penalty and your opponent quit, you actually got to win in the beta, but they took it away in the field game. Did you know, I've had, I've had a pro do that to me. Um, not a, Well, I think he is a pro. I'm not going to say who, but he, he ended up... Oh, well, out. Joey, man. Well, here's <laughs> what happened. We went, we went into pens, and uh, after extra time, we went into pens, and then uh, I saved one, and then he just quit out, and we both had the win. So yeah, he'll get the loss, and then you won't get anything. Yep. I'm like, that's the silliest thing, man. How does that even make sense? If if someone was being super toxic all game, just park the bus, shush. Yeah. After I mean, these are like, again, these are dead points. But even then, like, come on, man. Things like that just demotivate. Like, I just don't want to continue that weekend because yeah. it's like I just spent the most mentally exhausting game against this guy to go through that. I don't want to go into another game and then I'll walk away, but it, it comes down to like, dude, we're all addicted to football. It's not FIFA that we're addicted to. Yeah, in my opinion, I think we're addicted to the sport, which gets us like wanting to keep playing and playing and can't walk away from it. That's, that's what EA have going for them is like, dude, we, there's no other football game that has like this type of, uh, this type of game mode for us to be able to try out. That's why I think, ultimate team just continues to thrive regardless of the gameplay issues that it has year after year which i don't know martin what you think they should change for fifa 21 where what you think is going to make it better from a gameplay standpoint because i'm curious to hear other people's like thoughts who are top caliber players what do you think needs to change for it to be better from a gameplay standpoint um I mean, uh, to, when PES became like kind of a hype, I know a lot of people just went on the train just for the sake of it because, you know, career got bent and stuff, but I played it for like a month or two. Um, I, I haven't loaded up the game since the season came out, but that's because the, the controls are that much different. You know, it's it's quite hard to switch between them every like 
between each session. But what's the thing about pairs is amazing. Like, even though the AI is quite strong as well on there, is the <clears throat> it's a lot slower, but it's so um, like you feel like most of you, most of what you do is in, is in your in your control, especially the finishing aspect. Like, you can do like the craziest type of chip shots, long shots, uh, finesse shots. Like every shot that you do, even the long shots, like I know long shots is not popular, like as like a, a thing that's liked in FIFA, but in my opinion, long shots are good that when it's like skill based in the sense that if you take a good long, sh <clears throat> long shot from like uh, a good angle, it should go in. Like in FIFA 18, I think it was, long shots were good. Or maybe FIFA 17, I don't know, but they were good, but they weren't OP. Like you were able to shoot them from like quite far out but if you had like a good angle you were able to score it and that's how it should be and in pes if you have someone like because you have different like a lot of different traits as well you have like an, an immense amount of different traits and i think fifa should take that route as well or ea rather where there's more to it with stats like there's more to it to the gameplay in terms of stats in in well, uh, you know, it, the sets are more impactful on the gameplay, if you get what I mean. Like, and now I, I honestly don't th think there's any difference between um, a 99 rated player or a 90 rated player. As long, like, the biggest difference is the five star weak foot, the lean body type, the height, the like. There's no and the pace, maybe, but there's it's no almost... uniqueness to a player. That I know exactly what you mean. I, I know exactly what you mean. There's no like. There's no reason to bring in a player that's got like high dribbling, high passing, but low pace. It's like it's a useless player. Uh, Mate, Kaka, Kaka feels like a fucking right. like a like a Brazilian <laughs> fucking meth head. Like he he, I don't know. He he doesn't even have a leg. He has he has half a leg. Like it's it's crazy, man. It's it's honestly crazy. Like players like Kaká should feel like Kaká. Like you know what I mean? It's it's so. I know crazy. exactly what you mean because I tweeted out something very very similar to this. Is like they should they should have you build your team based on how you want to play. So yeah, if someone wants to play that Barca esque tiki taka key possession play style, then there should be certain players that you have to bring on your team. Like David Silva, it was. I don't know where he is now in terms of best midfielders in the world, but he was, you know, a top tier midfielder for a long ass time. But you would never see him on your squad on on Ultimate Team. It would just be like this yeah. thing because he's gotten he he offers you nothing that someone with uh, just high pace, high shooting, high dribbling would because he just doesn't have those stats. So it's just like you need to have traits, like you said. And if I want to play a certain way, I need to bring in more of those players. If I want to play the the possession, I have to bring in players who are <clears throat> in that role not just in random. in pes you have um also different play styles on players you have orchestrator you have destroyer talking about, yeah orchestrator destroyer um and like the classic number 10 poacher uh, all those sorts of like you have different play styles like I think uh, Frankie de Jong is orchestrator. And if you have like two orchestrators in your midfield in like a 4-2-3-1, it just doesn't work because then it's too imbalanced. Like it's so important which players you use in PES. If you, if you use an imbalanced midfield or defense or use like a classic number 10 at striker, like Messi, for instance, he's a classic number 10. It just doesn't work. Maybe it does. Like a classic number 10 at striker might work if you use him to draw back but that's that's the thing you have to think about 
every little detail in PES when you build your team. And even the advanced tactics that you have in, in PES, like you have um, you have uh, false winger, um, you have a lot of different things, like a lot of different tactics that you can use, uh, advanced tactics, they're called. Uh, advanced tactics are basically uh, custom tactics in FIFA. And like, <clears throat> that would make it, but the thing is, in, in FIFA it wouldn't work because it's so uh, still, the gameplay is so still, like you, you honestly become like half brain dead if you play FIFA like constantly. Like I honestly yeah, become... I play on autopilot most of the time, to be honest. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like I literally last year I was in surgery um, and I just came out of the hospital and uh, <clears throat> I played 30 games of weekend league and I got elite one and I was literally fucking dead. I wasn't <laughs> even I was it wasn't even thinking straight, but I was able to get elite elite one only because I just knew how to play the uh, the patterns, like I just knew how to do this silly, you know, the the standard stuff. But in 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 pets, you need to concentrate so much for every little pass that you make. If you make one retarded pass, you're out. You, you consider the goal. Like in FIFA, you just need to wing it, then cross it in. At least last year, you had to cross it in, and this year, you just need to do a cutback, and that's it. Cutbacks aren't even that easy though, because the strikers tend to run into the net head first or just stand in the center and not move and they're covered all the time. They yeah, but if you patient on the line and go back and forth and back and forth and oh, there's the pass, let me double tap it and then you smash it in. It's yeah, just... but what you have as well, if you wing it constantly and do a cutback like 90 minutes long and you don't even think what you're doing, one of them is going to work because they yeah, I was going to say it's so annoying to defend and it takes up so much defensive concentration from your opponent to not make a mistake, and it's just frustrating to no end when somebody plays like that all the time. At some point, you, you're going to be successful with it. I know what you mean because it works against me as well. This might seem like I don't mean it in, in that way, but it might seem like, um, I don't know, not thoughtful towards like worse or worse uh, weekend league players, but. Like in my opinion, twenty three and seven is like it sounds incredibly easy, and in this game, I think it really is. Like if you play this game a lot and you want to become better, twenty three wins is incredibly easy in this game because like you can just play the the meta and you can can get twenty three quite easily. Hundred percent. I think twenty three is like I think this year twenty three is the easiest it's been. Um, Rob, what do you like? You used to finish. Where did did you used to finish last year? When you did play, uh, I didn't play weekend league in like FIFA nineteen. Really? Oh, you didn't. Okay. Um, but even this this year, I didn't finish a full weekend league until um, community team this season. I went seventeen and seven. Been okay. stopped, and I just stopped playing there. So I just feel like... I mean, if I went six and I could have got twenty three. But even then, like I didn't, I just didn't play a full weekend league until then. That was the first full weekend league I played, and that I guess I wasn't even full because I stopped at seventeen and seven. But you know what I mean? Like that was the most games of weekend league I'd played since FIFA eighteen, really. Did you find it easier this year than? Well, I guess if you haven't played since FIFA 17, it would be difficult. But I, I think 18, 18. I, I played a lot 18. 18. Yeah, I would say it's it's hard too because it's it's 30 versus 40 then too, right? Right, right. 19. Um, I mean, I just feel but for, it, 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 it is game by game basis. It's way easier for me. It's just the mental aspect of actually playing that many games in a row because I, I I've never I've never had a weekend where I'm doing nothing. Even during quarantine, like I've, I've still got, I have still stuff to do. So I'm usually missing a whole day. Like last week, I missed all of Saturday. So I only had my Friday and Sunday. So Sunday, I was just like, I won my first seven games Sunday, one against like an elite player because he had three, uh, three reds that from the Premier League. So he had to have gotten elite there in the Premier League. So clearly, he was an elite player, and I won I easily, like, comfortably. Um, and 
even then, like I won seven in a row, so it's not that hard. It's just I after seven games of FIFA, I get so bored. I, that's where I feel like I've always been different from you guys. I mean, maybe not you as much, Joey, but like Felix specifically. Like if I get bored of FIFA, I just log off and just go play another video game. For sure. Like I love I, I love video games more than I love FIFA, if that makes sense. But FIFA yeah, just will- happens to be my favorite video game. I want to know your guys' thoughts as well on, like, uh, like for instance, right? If I play Felix three games in a row, like a best of three, and, um, like, it's crazy to me, right? I don't think there's any other game that's like this. I can win 5-0 against Felix, and then he can win 5-0 against me, and then the, the last game, he we can go to penalties. Like, that seems, that's so crazy to me. Well, but do you think that could be from adjustments? Because here's, uh, like, a lot of the times in Madden, right? I used to play Madden back in Madden 12, so we're talking about eight years ago. Um, that would happen in that game as well because if you figured out p- the way people would play, you could start this. They would use like the same play over and over again, for example, um, in order for you to uh, in order for you to stop it, you would have to obviously start moving your your defenders in the areas they were trying to pass the ball. But if someone has the same attacking patterns, do you think it's maybe adjusting, or do you think just the game is just so random? Because yeah, I sometimes adjusting. I don't know. It's it's a bit yeah, of both. Because yeah, because yeah, sometimes you go three zero up, right, and your opponent goes like team press, and then he comes back to three two or something. But it's like it's a bit of both. Because like I've literally won games right against elite one or even pro players like six zero, and I'm like, sorry, how did I just even win this game? Like what? Like every game that I scored was shit, and it's like vice versa. It's I won one game, right? In uh, I, I showed Felix that game as well. It was so funny. Every every shot that I took come in. Like I got, I was six zero up at half time against like a pro, a German pro. Or, I, I think I don't know if you still remember, but literally I yeah, scored. A, yeah. I scored a rainbow flick with Neymar. I scored a long shot with Neymar. I scored a, like an LBY instant. Like his goalkeeper came out and he missed the ball and I scored an open net. Like literally everything went no like everything just went in. Like I, I, I did watch that that game because the guy was streaming as well. I remember now the guy was streaming. I watched that game and I, I couldn't stop laughing. It was so AIDS. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like and then I could play him again and then he could win like two one or three zero or whatever the scoreline might be. Like it's just each game is different in my opinion. It, partly it's tactics as well, but it's it, tactics. It's like a crazy part in, in this year's FIFA. Like it matters a lot. But at the same time, as we talked about pets, like I don't think uh, play styles matter too much, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Like, no, I do. I've like That's the one thing I want to talk about this pod, and you brought it up without even me mentioning it, is like those traits is something I really, really want to see on FIFA 21. Like that's That would change the game, in my opinion, if people... You know, if you have KDB and Frankie DeYoung as your two DMs, that, in my opinion, should never work. Like those are those are orchestrators, like you said. Those are people who are creative. They're not there to win the ball. But for whatever reason, um, in FIFA, they both have like 99 defensive awareness, which is whatever. But I don't know, man. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why why are those players the best defensive mids in the game? It should be like uh, Gattuso. You know, like Gattuso yeah. should actually be one of the best defensive mids, not. Frank, or not Frankie De Jong or Team of the Year. Uh, to be fair, Frankie is quite defensive in real life, but sure. I but mean. I mean, you're talking about you're you're comparing like again a legend to a 20 year old or however <laughs> however old he is. You know what I'm saying? Like it does to me. It shouldn't be. I don't know. Yeah, he, he shouldn't be like you shouldn't be able to to 
use two creative minds in the defensive mid role, like a rock role, if that makes sense. I don't right. know. If, yeah. It, in this game, you can literally use like prime R9 at center mid and you would do all right. Because That's has what I'm head. saying. That should never be the case. That should never be the case. I've used Messi center mid just because he's fast and he can pass and dribble and shoot, basically. You don't need defending on both of them. If that makes sense, you need you need some sort of defensive ability on one of your two central players. But if if eighteen, it was twenty to thirty times worse because I can remember like I used Bill and Marshall in the four one two and two in FIFA eighteen. That is the, that is the most Nepenthes thing I've ever heard. Harry Kane and, and Diego Costa player player of the month at center mid. He, he uh, would, oh the memes. He would look at a striker who's tall and it's like ooh he'd be a good center mid. No no trust trust. I go I go thirty second weight flex. I go thirty second in a uh, monthly in the world in FIFA eighteen with Bill and Marshall in center mid. Like it didn't matter. <laughs> It did not uh, matter. Well, h- hang on. I actually want to look it up now because um, there's past like like orchestrators and stuff. Like I want to see like the different play styles. Let me let me look it up. Yeah, because that's something even Joey's been saying basically every episode, and then also tweeting out as well. Like some something like that. Like like play yeah, styles for players is more important than I'm like so should bad. be more important than their stat yeah. like stats and certain things. Yes, because you shouldn't. Everyone is able to play the same way with no matter what players they have. It makes zero sense to me. Like, why are you why are you able to play a possession play style regardless of your players? Yeah, especially seeing that with pots now too, where every, every year. imagine like post tots, like every league is going to have top top tier players, and everyone's right. going to be playing the same. Everyone can play the same formation with a whole slew of different players. Yeah, I, I just found it. Um, Vidal has box to box, for instance, right? And Matuidi um, has also box to box, but like I think a Conte will will be an orchestrator. A destroyer. He's a destroyer. Like that's like, <clears throat> in my opinion, for my play style, I would want a box to box and a destroyer in my exactly. yeah. CDM roles. Yeah, that's what I would want on FIFA. But you can, you can, <laughs> you can have, you can have that. But it's not. It doesn't matter who the players are. You you create yeah. that with custom tactics. But you can literally put whoever you, you could put. Like you said, Harry Kane, Diego Costa, and Diego Costa could be your destroyer, and Harry Kane could be your box to box. It literally doesn't matter. Like obviously not exactly, but um, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really matter who you have there. You create what they are, not the player itself. So like David Silva feel... being an orchestrator would never be useful. I can't speak for this because I'd never really watched Hullet play. But do you feel like he should be the best midfielder on on FIFA? Like, oh, for sure, for sure. He's he's the most versatile player in 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 ever. Like, it's not even because FIFA is has juiced his car. Like, it's. I obviously have never seen him play either, but I have watched like a lot of documentaries and stuff. And like he's played center forward, striker, right mid, left mid, left back, right back, center back. Like he's played everywhere. Like mm-hmm. he should be the, the best box to box there is. 100 percent Okay. And then obviously being box to box fits the FIFA meta as well. Um with the way the center center bids and center defense. Right. If it, exactly. Yeah. It, it fits it perfectly. Him and Vieira have always been the like Go th- this year a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. see Vieira as much at all, actually. Yeah, Vieira, Vieira hardly ever seen in people's teams. Hula is everywhere, but yeah, instead of Vieira, Vieira people, and, uh, I saw Vieira this weekend. All of a sudden, it made no sense. But he was he was just annoying. He wasn't very good. He was just kind of annoying. But all of a sudden, this weekend, he started popping up. Yeah. In the in PES, you have uh, it's called player skills, not player traits, but. One of them is weighted pass as well, and like acrobatic finishing and stuff. Like, I don't think you have that in FIFA. Like, if you score like a volley or do like a weighted pass, it's just 
it you just need like good passing stats it's not like a trade and like stuff like that and they also have uh physical contact instead of like the um the physicality like the physicality trade in fifa is just strength but in in pez it's like physical contact like it's it's um very situational as well in pez like um, if you have like a Hullet in your midfield, but he's obviously a bit further behind, even though he has 90 strength like or 90 physical contact, I don't think he could win against like a Conte that's, uh, that's you know, Conte is in front of the ball and holding him off. Hullet wouldn't be able to just get the ball, but in FIFA you can just sprint at someone from behind and, and the player will automatically tackle for you. And <clears throat> stuff like that, that makes the game like a lot, obviously less skill-based. So in Pez, you're kind of saying there is a passion trait or something, where the yeah, players fight for the badge. <laughs> oh mate, there's literally there's literally a player skill trait, and it says fighting spirit. So <laughs> <laughs> fight for the badge. Come on, get eleven of those in your team, you'll be grand. <laughs> uh, is Sergio Busquets usable in Pez? By the way, oh, he's the best CDM in the game. <laughs> See, like that's what I'm trying to. That's what I want. I, I, the thing is, like Pez has got his own issues too. Don't get me wrong. I know, you, I know. There's a lot of things that are good about it, which we've th- discussed previously. But I mean, the gameplay is is a little clunky, in my opinion. It's just they've got so much that I'd love to see on FIFA, um, in terms of player traits and leveling players and all that stuff. That's just I, I hope. I'm 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 hopeful that FIFA 21 adds a whole, but even Japes, there was one episode of of the uh, Foot Weekly. I think this was last year because he was he was also wondering like why players like Muller are not usable. Like why are they not even considered on their team? And he's he was saying like they should have traits of like attacker of open space or whatever he called it. I forgot how he called it, but things like that they need to add ASAP, as Mike Labelle would say, ASAP, ASAP. Um, to FIFA, so I'm hoping they get that at 21. Because hopefully the Pez scare was enough to make them implement maybe some things that they have that aren't like obviously one thing, that you can't you can steal. One thing that's absolutely beautiful about Pez, my favorite thing, is they have certain player skills. The the traits that I talked about, like they have Marseille turn, the cut behind turn, uh, and all those kind of things, like skill moves that are uh, skills or player traits. For each player, oh, so, so only that player can do that skill move and stuff. Yeah, but the best thing is, like, if you want your Frankie De Jong to do a double touch, which is called La Croqueta in FIFA, a uh, double touch in PES, like certain players won't have that double touch. Like, if you want your De Bruyne to have that double touch, you can grind towards him having a double touch uh, trade. Because yeah, that's to... stuff like that's awesome. That's what like, I want. You need to play cups, and um, you get like. I don't know what's it called, but it's called something uh, like trade uh, packs or whatever. Uh, and you can put them on, on players and you randomly get one trade on your player. But if you don't get that trade, you can always play the cup again and until you get the trade that you want. So, yeah. Well, I don't think they can do that, in my opinion, with FIFA just because of the open market where Pez doesn't have. And I, I'm having a feeling that they're not going to be able to introduce something like that because you're able to sell players and how would you start filtering? I think there's just a huge database mess as we've talked about that. They can't implement something like that, which that I don't really care about. It's the traits that I I would love to see. I mean, Pez has some great features, but 
you know, we'll see what happens. And and we've got a whole summer to uh, talk about FIFA 20. When's EA play, Rob? Isn't it next month? Um, they announced it. Was it June 20th? I think so. I think you're right about that. So in a month, we'll see the first look at 21. Yeah, okay. 20, 22 days, June 11th. Oh, June 11th. That's so under a month, 22 days. Wait, that's one day 22 days, one. 8 minutes, and 6 seconds. This is why it's on their website. But That'll be interesting. So that'll be the first look at FIFA 21. Yep. And it's gonna, I think the most interesting like, thing is going to be with the new consoles and stuff like that, whether they're made for the new consoles, whether they're not made for the new consoles. or, or what, That's going to be tricky. What, what, do you, what do you think they'll... So obviously Xbox One and PS4 don't have the... Uh, I'm sorry. P- yeah, PS4 don't have the hardware capacity, right, to like handle some of this stuff. So I wonder what changes from next gen to current gen. I'm curious. I have no idea about that. To be honest, I I, I can't even guess. No, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, they're built more like PCs, so maybe we can get a draft glitch. I don't know. Are they really? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. They should just they should just put everything on PC. They can do what they can build however they want from then. Just have I mean, like the, just like if you look at the specs of like the new Xbox PlayStation, they're just very similar to like a PC build that you'd have for gaming. Anyways, that's what I was saying. So was... I'm just looking forward to the new Volta story mode. Same. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> Alex, Alex Hunter in Volta. <laughs> that's their new content. <laughs> have you guys played a, a single game of Volta this year? Um, only the beta, I believe. Me too. I, got, I, the Volta I guess my nephew a bit. Yeah, I don't think I've logged into one single Volta game other than the beta. Even when you like load up and it takes you into Volta, I quit out. Like I don't want to play this shit. Yes. Hey, you know how bad a game mode is? It's when you play it with your nephew or your friends and you don't you're literally hating your life. When yeah. You're <laughs> yeah, you're just doing it to satisfy them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just feel like that's the community's fault though. Everyone was begging for FIFA Street and then they got it and we never touched it. Because they didn't make FIFA straight, they made a Volta story mode that yeah. they tried to sell sell stuff in game to see if it would work going forward. Phil to get rid of loot boxes. You know how much EA has probably made just mm. be- just off of the marketing from Volta. Like I literally, if I was a casual, I think I would have bought FIFA twenty just for Volta, and then I end up being disappointed. <laughs> like I, I wonder if it- like EA likes to twist things into their own direction so much that it favors them to the point that it's like only them. Like, because like we wanted Fever Street and I always begged for it and I was so hyped when it got announced. And obviously, it's shit. Like, it's it's normal mm-hmm. gameplay, normal gameplay in like a one by one fucking arena. Like, I'm gonna fall over my own fucking shoes constantly. <laughs> like. Yeah, and you're barely upgrading. Like, the cool thing about Fever Street is upgrading some players. Like, you create your old, all your friends and upgrade them and stuff like that. To get better. But... That's my favorite thing about Volta as well. The fact that it wasn't online multiplayer. <laughs> like, what's the point? That was the best <laughs> thing about FIFA Street was was you know the online play skinning, skinning different people. Have you guys have you guys played Park on NBA 2K either? I know Felix hasn't, but Martin yeah, I have. Or Rob, yeah. you have. I know um, Rob has. Point. I play. I don't play NBA, but I'm very familiar with it. Yeah. So if they were to ever introduce something like that. Do you guys think that it would potentially kill off Ultimate Team? No, because yeah, no, we'll make it 2K is still Ultimate Team has Ultimate Team that's big. Is it really? Is it as big? But I feel like Park is like it's as way Park bigger. is bigger, but also I don't know. 2K doesn't have a good Ultimate Team already. It'd be weird because I don't think it, I don't think it would ever flip. You know what I mean? I think then 
I don't know. It's, it's weird because Park is obviously based on yourself too. So it's, it's your one player. So it's not even, it wouldn't be ultimate team based at all. And you so can it's buy, not, it's not like you, buy currency there, right? To improve your player on, on BA? Uh, yeah, you buy the VC to, to get the attribute points up. But also you buy VC to buy clothes and stuff like that for your Park character or haircuts or celebrations and or animations. I wonder if that's making its way. On FIFA. I think that well, that was what we we were thinking Volta was because obviously loot boxes are are, are slowly mo- slowly moving towards being illegal. If I have to make a strong guess, I think they're gonna in the like maybe not next year, but like a Champions League mode within uh, FUT or like a different kind of co-op game mode and or something like that along those lines. But within anything within FUT, like with what they have the license for, like maybe they bring Volta in it, but still something that makes you have to buy like microtransactions <clears throat> for you to you know excel within that game mode because i don't think anything will ever surpass ultimate team yeah i just don't know how i feel about ultimate team this year with how cards are getting upgraded with like being super juiced i feel like it, everything is like 99 rated and this and that and it like kills off uh i don't know i just i don't know I feel like getting more and fixing the game by giving people five star weak foot and shit is not the way forward. Oh, I actually I, like don't like the five star weak foot upgrades that much. It makes it so confusing, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you don't if you don't look at your opponent's squad and they have like a shape shifted Lucas that's left footed and he scores a left footed shot, you're like fuck's sake, or like <laughs> a fair birthday card or whatever. Yeah, I know people yeah, like them. His upsides and his downsides. I. Generally, I'm not against um, the upgrades and super juicing cards, but then then it comes in again with with the traits and stuff we were talking about. It would be so much more fun if the traits still mattered and the stats still mattered, but you you just got upgrades in in some areas that make sense. Yeah. But that that doesn't mean everyone's the same if they had the traits and stuff. Yeah, earlier it was mentioned that people play weekend league for like the football, like everyone is addicted to football. But honestly, it's partly not even party. Like I think the biggest skill is people being very competitive and like just addicted to the competitive feel to a video game. Because um, I've played PES, as I said, and I just kind of went off PES for after a while and went to play Team of Season for Weekend League or in Weekend League because it's just more competitive and it makes it way more fun. Even though PES is probably the better football game, like for the pure football experience, like. Uh, honestly, it took so much joy away from me when I didn't have the urge anymore to get the 30 no's, to get better, to play the qualifiers. Like That's the only thing that drives me playing this game, is actually competing. I think part of, uh, f- part of it for most people as well, though, is the fear of missing out. Because, oh, rewards and... Yeah, isn't that, isn't that competitiveness? Isn't yes, that the competitive... It's not really competitive because you're not playing for a certain achievement because you want to achieve it. You just want the rewards. No, it's competitive in terms of you want the best team possible and get the best rewards possible. So there is a side of competitiveness to it. Yeah, it's not the results necessarily. It's the competitive of building the best team or packing the best player, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I can say, yeah, it's still competitive in nature, but yeah, they definitely have a, I mean, it's an addictive method. I'll say that for sure. Um, as much as everyone wants to stop playing, we don't. I mean, there's a reason we don't, stuff like that. But yeah, EA's got us by the <clears throat> It's like a deck, it's also competitive with our own selves. Because, like, if we finish, let's say someone once finishes at gold two and eventually wants to hit elite three, 
you're competing with your own self to try to get to Elite Three as well. You know what I'm saying? Like you're always trying to best your score from the mm-hmm. previous week. So it's just – and that's why you got all these coaches and tutorial videos that do so well on, on YouTube. And I don't know if Lucky was – or he was in here before we uh, started the pod. But I actually was saying like a lot of the boring play style comes down to the coaches or tutorial videos, which are actually teaching you good things to do. Like they're actually telling you how to play better FIFA, so to speak. But unfortunately, that specific way is, is so dull. Because you know they're always saying, "Don't use your sprint button. Walk the ball up the up the pitch. This and that." And it's like, dude, yeah, that's the better better way to play. You'll probably get better results, but it's so fucking boring. Like, I don't know how you preach that. Shots? <laughs> no, no, they're not shots. Because I, I I really like all of the guys. Like, um, uh, what's his name? FIFA analyst. Uh, yeah, FIFA analyst. Zalonius. All those guys. Um. Scoldy, like I think they're awesome. I think they do a really, really good job into helping you get better. It's just unfortunately the game is built to them teach you how to play the game to its best potential. The most uh I don't want to say abuse that you can put, like the most game mechanic abuse, but essentially they, they tell you, like, hey, you can't really sprint with the ball because you literally cannot sprint with the ball or else you'll lose control. So they tell mm-hmm. their uh people who watch their videos, like, hey, don't sprint in this position. You must you have to walk pretty much just walk the ball up the pitch. They're they're teaching them the right things. It's just unfortunate that it ends right up is the boring way to play. Yeah, it's the boring way to play, but it's a successful way to play. That's the thing. Yeah. So they're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, it's for them. They have to be reliable and and teach you. It exactly. has to work. It has to work, or else they no one would take them seriously. Yeah, you can't be like Crassy uh, at the beginning of the year was a meme, you know, because every he he says, "Oh my God, the most overpowered way to score this and that." And it's like silly, like no, it's not the most overpowered way. It's just you're pressing B, facing the goal, bro. It's nothing different than anyone else, <laughs> you know. So it's just like it's just it's the gameplay when it comes down to it. It's just there's more resources for people out there now to uh, to watch stuff and learn how to get better. And then unfortunately, learning how to get better is just playing more boring. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we can leave it there as well. Yeah, I, I yeah, might yeah. cut out the part where Joey said that they uh, were nice people and good people. I might just I might cut off the part. <laughs> just I, just I, I, I think, like, I think that give out tips are making the game worse. Yeah, just I'm yeah, yeah. Course yeah. anything yeah. for some, some downloads. Anything for some downloads right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what? Fuck you, Zelonius. You guys fucking ruined the fucking game <laughs> with your stupid ass videos of teaching people how to walk up the pitch. Scoldy, all these guys, four, two, three, one, four, four, depth, four, whatever. Fuck that shit. You guys ruined this game. You can cut out the rest. It's true. Actually, people fans told me not to be friends with them anymore because I put eggs on burgers. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're already good there. So this needs to be the This needs to be the intro. Yeah, yeah. Put that as the intro. Oh my god! Yeah, like, can like, you believe like, they like, don't like, listen? Like, can you believe they don't listen to the whole thing and they only heard that? That'd be great. I just clipped that in the start. Oh, no, this is group publicity because then everyone's going to go. Here's what I said. Just, just get some beef going. Yeah, controversy sells, Rob. Come on. Get us up there. Sure. Okay. We're going we're gonna to get on Nelly, uh, Nelly News. Yeah, Nelly News. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I actually like watching that, to be honest. It's yeah, he's really funny. funny. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we'll leave it there. If you guys did listen to this far, you'll now know the stuff in the beginning was not, not real. But if you did make it this far... You're not hearing this, but uh, if you did make this far, though, I appreciate it. And uh, obviously, subscribe on all the platform uh, podcast platforms if you're choosing as well. 
Um, all of them, just all of them, like I said last week. Not of your choosing, just subscribe on all of them. Uh, download it, listen, rate it. Um, and, and yeah, we appreciate you listening. Appreciate Lucky for coming on as well. His links will be down um, in the description below as well. So thank you for get, uh, giving us your time uh, no today. Appreciate you coming on. Always good to have another good player on here that can actually break down the game because they actually know what they're doing. Um, I'm just here for the memes, I think. Uh, <laughs> memes are great. We need memes. Sure. Not Instagram uh, memes, though. Instagram memes are shit. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, like I said, thank you everyone for coming on. Until next time, or we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>